Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. I want to meet his teacher. Isaiah 40 verses 13 and 14 says, Who has directed the spirit of the Lord or has his counselor has taught him? With whom did he take counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of justice? Who taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? Which college or university has produced the most presidents of the United States? You know why I'm asking. Because people tend to judge your pedigree and knowledge based on the school you went to. The graduates are the best marketing tool of any educational institution as the school itself can use their names in its promotion and the society creates a narrative of the impact that that school is likely to have had on young minds. The top four schools in this list of institutions that have produced U.S. presidents are Harvard University, 7, Yale, 5, the United States Military Academy and Princeton University, 2 each. So you might ask, do these schools teach people to become politicians? Is there a special professor who has educated all these people who went on to be presidents? Does it mean that if someone wants to become a president that they should study in one of these top schools? Some schools have a rigorous curriculum and tend to produce rounded students. Others are known for specialization, including strong sports program. If you are outstanding, folks tend to make a link with your achievements and successes with the last school you went to. I want to say that the teacher that has had the most significant impact on me was my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Shaw. She was tough, but somehow she believed in me and pushed me so hard that I resented her at first, but grew to value her immense impact only years after. Let us talk about God and school. After all, we need to judge God based on his education. First of all, who is God and what are his most noble accomplishments? We read his resume and we see his number one accomplishment is that he created the universe. Whoa! That has been challenged by scientists who have sought to prove that the universe was not created and certainly not by God. The Big Bang Theory is the most popular explanation of cosmological development, which says that certain activities contributed to the continuous expansion of the universe as we know it over billions and billions of years. The other detail on God's resume is that he speaks. Did he go to school to learn to speak and learn all these languages? Was he homeschooled? Seriously, we need to know if God knew all the languages at once or did he learn them over time? By the way, if you look at the universe today, who was there to determine or assess what God did when he created the universe and to test it and to decide whether it was well done or should he continue to work on the project? One last feature on God's resume is that he is said to be omniscient, meaning he knows everything. Nobody knows everything. I mean, some folks come close like the winners of some game shows on television. They seem to know the answer to the most trivial of questions. God's resume says that he knows everything. But don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. There are some other items in God's resume, but we will stop there for the time being. Is it sacrilegious to think about God in this light? Well, let us visit the text. 
The writer has put God on and his work on display and invites us to evaluate God and determine whether he should be acknowledged and worshipped because there is no one like him. The writer is not being facetious. Rather, he is making a point, and so let us join the discussion. He asks the audience one fundamental question about God. Who is responsible for God's education? And who is that person who gave God wise counseling? Knowledge comes from a source. And so the writer is curious to find that person who was in, in responsible for the knowledge that God has. What is that person that God would have turned to when he came upon a challenge? Search the best libraries, interview the best professors, excavate the most complex archaeological site, and my friend, you will never find an answer. Mankind has always wanted to know about God and still has not been convinced that the answer does not exist. Who did the Lord consult to enlighten him and who was responsible for teaching him the right way? This answer could provide us with some clarity as to how God came to be who he is. Someone who could step out and just started to speak and things appeared? Think again. Before he made those commands such as, let there be light, what existed before and who taught God to think about the need for light? Am I boring you? Hang in there a little while longer. The last question is the heaviest. Who is responsible for God's knowledge? Like who wrote the textbooks from which he studied? Oh, please tell me who graded his paper when he did his finals. Certainly someone must have signed off his transcript that said that he graduated with honors top of the class. And who else was in God's class? My friend, let us come back to our reality. This might seem trivial to you, but Isaiah was not joking. He was intentional in challenging you as to why you must serve God. The simple answer is that there is no teacher, no professor, no educator who influenced God. God is God and there is no one before him. But listen to this. This universe as we know it was created by God single-handedly and this all-powerful, all-knowing God cannot be evaluated and certainly not on man's standards. God has always been God. He went to no school because all knowledge resides in him. God did not struggle to make the world and waited for some experts to give a stamp of approval because God is God and there is no other greater than God. At the end of all this, my friend, you must acknowledge God as your God. <laughs>